Welcome to another episode of One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of all Manchester United games. Today's game is Manchester United away at Aston Villa in the Premier League. This week's team selections are going to be interesting with so many games in in short succession. United played Thursday in the Europa, played today against Villa and then I've got games against Leicester and Liverpool in the week, Tuesday and Thursday. So, like I say, the team selection was going to be interesting. He went fairly full strength. Um, Cavani was the one that you'd say that probably didn't start, that may have started. Um, and, like I say, that makes it quite interesting to see what he does Tuesday, Wednesday, whether he, he goes full strength for one of those games and really under strength for the other or whether he sort of mix and matches it um unsure what he'll do yet really um he has made an indication that no player will play all three games uh, which is seems reasonable that they won't play or they won't play all 90 minutes for all three games so that'd be be quite interesting to see um Maguire went off injured today so unlikely to feature um and Maguire's played a lot of football so uh, as long as he's back fit for the final, it may not necessarily be the worst thing uh, for him to have a couple of games rest. The injury looked like it could be fairly serious, but it's just such hard to tell. Um, but it is unlike Maguire to go off. The uh, game itself was um, a typical United performance in terms of going behind and then coming back and winning reasonably comfortable. But as it happened... United controlled the first half, um, created a few half chances, got into a lot of good areas on the left-hand side with Paul Pogba and Luke Shaw, really opened Villa up. Um, and we're really unlucky to be behind at half-time. It was a, a stunning strike from Villa, from Triori. Um, United gave the ball away softly in the sort of right-back area. Um, a couple of mistakes then bobbled about and, and Fred's pass to McTominay wasn't great after Greenwood had sort of made a mistake to for, to go up in the air and then Lindelof had half a chance to, to poke the ball away and didn't poke it away particularly well or far and, and Troy's finish was unbelievable and although United made a few sort of half mistakes and, and didn't clear the ball and do what they should have done you still think when Troy pulls his foot back at the angle and the distance he was away from goal look there's still really no danger, but it's one of those. Sometimes they just fly in the top corner, and and it was it was really against the runner play. United did control the, the game first half, and in lots of ways controlled the game better than they have done a lot in the first half of the games this season. They they really looked like the better side, and went in one 0 down, and they came out and did what they they often do when they're the one down. They then came out and and. and Quick fire, a couple of goals after half time. Really looked good. Deserved to to get back in it. Um, a penalty got them back in it from Fernandez. The challenge in the box from on Paul Pogba was, um, I think it was a bit of a brain fail. Uh, the bloke was tangling with Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba went down and got back up. And at that point, you've just sort of got to let Paul Pogba play the ball or or do what he's going to do to make a rash challenge in from behind it was just nonsensical. Um, Paul Popper was back to goal, was going away, didn't seem huge, huge amounts of danger. It wasn't 
It wasn't like he was going to get a striking on goal at that point. But to make a challenge of any sort at that point was just idiotic. And it was just the clearest penalty uh, you'll, you'll see. And we've seen comments, Dean Smith afterwards, sort of trying to indicate that it it wasn't a penalty and that it was soft and, and this and that. But I, I just don't see how you don't give those. I assume VAR checked it, but there was no real time taken to check it because it was, it was so obvious. It was, the referee gave it instantly. It was one of those real time it just looked like what are you doing so Fernandez sorted the, the penalty home and United were one all and then United went on and scored a, a really nice second goal through Greenwood lovely bit of skill Rambasaka slipped the ball into him on the edge of the box and he's gone one way and then let the ball run across his body with Mings tight in behind obviously knew Mings was coming in tight behind just I need him to go down the down the line and actually let the ball run across his body onto his left foot and, and just drilled it in the near post. A really nice finish, really composed finish. He, he had a bit of time. He could have taken another step into the box and give himself a, a better angle, a, a closer finish, but was confident enough just to put it in the bottom corner from where he was. But it was a lovely bit of play. You could question Tyrone Mings. You can't really let Mason Greenwood go in to the box on his left foot you've got to let him go down the wing if he's going to go down the wing so but but for Mason Greenwood's side of things it was it was a really lovely bit of skill and a great finish and he started to play well the last couple of months Mason Greenwood after a slow start to the to the season the first half of the season had quite a few problems off the field and, and struggled a few issues with England that's now really showing what he, he can do and, and it's growing growing as a player a lot that's really good to see. But the first half in sort of style of play very much matched the first in lots of ways. United controlled it. It was it was a fairly controlled and dominant performance for much of the game. United got the third goal, which they probably did deserve uh, to make the scoreline a bit more of a, a fair reflection of the game uh, through Cavani. He came on as a sub. It was an absolutely lovely ball in from Ashford and, and a real desired run from the corner of the box to get in front of his uh, marker and, and just touch the ball home with his head. Nice finish and, and he's scoring a lot of goals at the moment, Cavani, um, a lot with his head and he seems to be making those runs and, and with the quality of players with Fernandez and, and Rashford and Paul Pogba to play those balls in, you, you're going to get quite a lot of chances in this United team at the moment so it's nice to see um, you feel that United can score goals at the moment and it's, it's a bit more exciting to watch than it has been for, for many years which is a real good sign um, maybe a little bit off the title still but still going in the right direction another interesting point for the uh, in the game was the sending off of Ollie Watkins Late on, the ball was played in behind Wambasak, who was caught out of position. Dean Henderson came out, and it, at first look, it did look like Dean Henderson had caught him. As it turns out, the replay did show that he didn't really catch him, and Watkins has gone down. Although, has he dived, or was he just sort of anticipating being touched and, and trying to protect himself again? Uh, second yellow card, and he sent off. Um, I would say the one thing that, uh, I do think about the situation is players do go down too easily 
and are looking to get free kicks and fouls generally across the board and in all areas, especially the penalty area, because they know if there's any slight touch, then they, VAR is likely to give them that penalty. So sending somebody off, booking them for the second time for not being touched is the way to go and is the way to stop these, these things happening because I do think it is getting a bit silly. Uh, players just getting the slightest touch going down VR showing there is a slight touch and, and penalties being given for very, very little. So I'm not disappointed to see those things trying to be stopped, but I do feel for Ollie Watkins because you don't see in 9 out of 10 games that happening, him getting a booking for that. In fact, he might get a penalty in one or two of them. So it just shows the farcical nature of football referee and VAR. But I do believe a lot of that is brought on by the players themselves. The players... Uh, I wouldn't say being dishonest. They are going down at the slightest touches because they know they can get the fouls that change games for penalties for free kicks. Um, and that needs to be stopped. Uh, you can't blame players for doing it if referees and VAR are going to give it. You just need to stop it somehow. And, and maybe that's one of the ways of stopping it. But from an overall game point of view, I thought United controlled the game reasonably easily created enough chances, deserved a 3-1 win, almost became a sort of regulation win in lots of ways for United. Um, two big games coming up, Leicester and Liverpool in the week. United, I think, mathematically now have secured top four, really need to cement second place um, with Chelsea on a, a decent run um, and really consolidate that and, and finish as close to City as possible to make it as good a finish and not let things slip away in the season and uh, have some good form going into the Europa League final. So thank you again for listening to One Man's Thoughts, Opinions, Views and Reviews of all Manchester United games and we'll catch you down here for a busy week. <laughs>